0: Colonel Dawson, Commandant of Fort Hill, was a strict disciplinarian, an officer of the old school who assumed his responsibilities as a sacred trust and expected every man under his command to do the same. Among themselves, the men called him Old Rockhart because of his unbending attitude toward military regulations at all times. Only two things counted in life to Colonel Dawson, his command and his only son, Bob who was a private in the ranks of his father's regiment. Colonel Dawson sat with Major Sims in his headquarters office. Before them stood a trooper to whom the colonel spoke sternly. Harper, do
2: you know why I sent for you? Not
3: exactly, sir.
2: I inspected the mounts this morning. I was displeased at the condition of your horse. Oh,
3: I can explain about that, the Explanations
2: sir. are not in order, Harper. The regulations state that before a man turns in for the night, he must see that his horse has been given proper care. Yes, sir. For neglect of your mart last night happy i'm removing your corporal chevrons and demoting you to the ranks to take effect immediately
3: but sir i've always given my horse the best of care i've That's
2: always all, you may go now yes sir thank you sir colonel
4: dawson Harper's never broken a regulation before... and he was practically worn out when he came in
2: last night. It seems there's never any excuse for neglect of duty... even the first time. We'll consider the matter closed.
4: Yes, of course, Colonel. You sent word you had something important to discuss with me this morning, sir?
2: Yes, I have, Major. Harper brought a dispatch from the commandant at Fort Miller last night... requesting that I go there for a conference with him. As you leave this afternoon, I'll be going three days... You, of course, will assume command here during my absence. Yes, sir. I want you to see to it that there is no let-up in discipline while I'm gone. Yes, sir. But uh, sometimes I've wondered if... Well, um... Go on, Major. You have my permission to speak frankly. Thank you, sir.
4: What I started to say was that sometimes I wondered if you weren't just a bit... Too strict concerning the regulations. In what way, may I ask? Well, it seems to me that there are times when circumstances should be considered, sir.
2: Major, in the service, in my opinion, the circumstances do not alter cases when it comes to regulations. Every man must see to it that no circumstance arises that might cause him to neglect his duty. Yes, sir. That's all, major. I you go to my quarters now, make preparations for my trip.
0: Late that afternoon, there was an unseasonable chill in the air as Tonto, Indian companion of the Lone Ranger, rode into their camp and reined up... You
5: came back from town sooner than I expected, Tonto. Uh,
0: me watch at
6: cafe. Yes? Me hear strange talk, man make with Bull Wilson. Bull Wilson, huh? Uh, it might have some bearing on what we heard at Fort Miller. Ah. Uh, a trooper come to cafe. Uh? Him ask for Bull Wilson. Me listen. Them talk at end of bar. Them not see me listening. Well, Harper, did you come to tell me you changed your mind about helping us? Guess maybe I have, Paul. I figured out a way so as you can get through tonight. You must have a friend at the pass now. Not exactly. But I'll see to it that the one who is there won't bother you.
5: Yeah,
6: that's good news. Since old Rockhart's been out there, we haven't been able to get anyone willing to take a chance.
3: I won't be taking any chance. Like I said, the one who will be at the pass tonight won't bother him.
6: How are you going to get him to take a chance like that? He <laughs> won't know anything about it. And tomorrow when he wakes up, he'll be in plenty of trouble. What do you mean when he wakes up? Take me someplace where we can talk in private. And then I'll tell you all about it. Sure. We can go into the back room. Nobody can hear what we have to say then. Yeah, I'm sure anxious to hear what it is you figured out, Harper. Come on. Then Bull Wilson and Trooper leave and go into back room. So me not hear him anymore, Kimasabi.
5: At least you heard enough to make me suspect Bull Wilson might be the one who was running lecture to the Indian reservation.
6: Um, me not savvy talk of old Rockhart.
5: That's a nickname for Colonel Dawson who commands the post. He's been a good officer.
6: Well, that right.
5: The only wagon route to the reservation is through the pass, just beyond the post. The colonel keeps a soldier on guard duty there at all times. Uh,
6: you think Bull Wilson and Trooper speak of taking fire water to
5: reservation tonight? Yes. And that Trooper Harper you mentioned seems to have some plan in mind to get the guard in trouble. Toto, tonight you and I will go to the pass and see what we can find out.
0: Darkness set in, and a cold rain began to fall. As he prepared to go out on guard duty, Private Bob Dawson, the colonel's son, was talking to his tent mate, Dave Willis.
3: Uh, I don't look forward to standing watch tonight, Dave. It'll be mighty chilly and wet out there at the
1: pass. Yeah. See, I've often wondered why you don't get transferred to another fort. Sure tough on you being the son of the commanding officer. Doesn't he ever get together with you and... Oh, talk? You know, like a father might talk to his own son. Dad
3: looks on me as just another soldier, that's all, Dave. Even when I was a kid, I lived by rules and regulations. Sometimes hey, I wish... can you... I come in? <laughs> oh, hello, Harper. Sure, come on in. What do you got there?
1: I have this pot of coffee made
3: for me. But maybe Bob might like to have some before he went on duty. Oh, gee, thanks,
1: Harper. I had what I wanted of it. I'm afraid, Dave, there's only enough for one cup left. Oh, that's all right. I'll get a cup for you,
3: Bob. Yeah, thanks, Dave. Yeah, that coffee will help
1: warm me up and keep me awake. Here, I'll pour it for you. Yeah. Hey, yeah, uh, Bob. Nice and hot, too. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be a big help. Uh, well, I better be leaving for the pass. Well, I'm gonna turn in now. I sure can use the sleep. I'll see you both in the morning. Yeah. Good night. Good night, Good night. Good night. Hey, that was darn nice of Harper. He isn't usually so thoughtful. Aye.
3: I I guess maybe he wanted to show me there were no hard feelings over the demotion Dad gave him. (laughs) He he knows like the others do that Dad would have done the same thing to me.
1: That's right, he sure would. That nickname, old Rockhart, sure suits him.
3: Maybe. After all, he is my father. He thinks he's right, and that's all that counts with him. Well, I'll see you in the morning, Dave. Something tells me this is going to be a long night.
5: We're approaching the past, Tonto. Ah. If we go too close, we'll be challenged the sentry. We'll rain up and wait here under the trees. Ocean. Ooh, I don't know just what we'll find, but it's a steady silver. Silver act uneasy, hey Quiet, boy. I wonder what he listened to. Him. Ah.
6: Wagon coming to entrance of Pas Kimasabi. Yes.
5: But we can't be seen here in the dark.
6: Wagon go past us, then simply make him stop.
5: Yes, we'll wait. And if help is needed, we'll be ready. got two figures on the seat. It was too dark to tell who they were. Wagon
6: go on in the pass now, but simply not stopping.
5: That's strange.
6: Come on, Toto, we'll follow that no, wagon. No, no. Come on, Silver. Get way. him up, scout.
0: A short time later... Dave Willis, Bob Dawson's tent mate, had become restless. Realizing that the rain had stopped, he decided to walk the short distance to the pass where Bob was doing sentry duty. Within a short time, he reached the point where he knew Bob would be standing guard.
1: Good thing I'm not the corporal of the guard. Bob should have challenged me by this time. This is about where he's supposed to be. I wonder if he... There's Bob's horse under that tree. Enough moonlight breaking through for... Hey, golly. That looks like somebody's sitting against a tree. Oh, it's Bob. And he's asleep on duty. Bob. Hey, Bob, wake up quick. If this ever gets I... out, he'll be done for.
0: Dave managed to put Bob on the horse. Then leading the horse, he evaded observation and soon reached their tent where he put
1: Bob on his cot. To do Bob's duty for him at the pass. See, maybe there's a bit of that coffee left. Let's see. Yeah, it's cold. Maybe it'll help keep me awake. Now if I can make it back to the pass without being seen, I can cover up for Bob.
0: Major Sims, who had risen early, was already at the commandant's desk when Reveille sounded. He looked up as the door opened.
4: Corporal of the Guide reporting, sir.
0: Benson report, Corporal.
4: I've come to report a very serious matter, sir. The sentry post number 7 was asleep while on duty, sir. What? Well, it is a serious charge. Who was the man on duty? Private David Willis, sir. Willis? I can't believe it. Have Willis brought here at once, Corporal. Yes, sir. Uh, begging your pardon, Major, but... if the charge against Willis stands, it means that he'll... Yes, I know. I'll have a talk with him. Perhaps there's some... Colonel Dawson. I thought you were at Fort Miller.
2: Rage me to tour into the river. We couldn't get across. I'll uh, go to Fort Miller tomorrow instead. Why are you here, Corporal?
4: Well, sir, I, I just made a report. Colonel Dawson. One of the men fell asleep while on sentry duty. H- I'm— What? That's
2: outrageous. Who is the man? Private David Willis, sir. Inform Willis that he'll be accorded the privilege of a court-martial. Also inform him that the penalty set by military law for sleeping on duty is death. But Colonel Dawson, perhaps if you
4: talk to Willis, he may be
2: able There's to... There's nothing he could possibly say. Come I... in. Private Dawson is either coming on sir. Very well. What is it?
3: It's about Private Willis, sir. We you won't see, he... discuss Private Willis, here we go. But, Dad, I, I beg pardon, sir. Colonel, I have to speak. You see, I was assigned a sentry duty at the pass last night. I fell asleep, and Willis took my place. You! My own son. And the penalty is
2: death.
0: continue our story. For a moment, Colonel Dawson seemed stunned... ...when his son stated that it was he who had been assigned to guard the pass... ...and that he had fallen asleep while on duty. For a moment, there was silence. Then Colonel Dawson spoke.
2: Private Dawson, you will be held in the guardhouse... ...along with Private Willis until noon. At that time, you'll be brought here for a court-martial proceedings, sir. Yes, sir.
3: But Private Willis... Private
2: has... Willis is to receive punishment for his failure to report you for attempting to deceive his superior officers in this matter. Remove the prisoner,
4: Corporal. Yes, sir. But, Colonel, why can't you discuss this now before the records of a court-martial
2: are opened? The matter is closed, Major Sims. Yes, sir. Take him to the guardhouse, Corporal. Yes, sir. Get going, Dawson. Major Sims, we're raised for proceedings to begin promptly at noon. You and Captain Bailey should sit with me at the court-martial. Very well, sir. I- Good heavens, Colonel. Don't you realize that you yeah, will Be here promptly at noon, Major. You may leave now. Yes, sir.
0: Meantime, the Lone Ranger and Tonto had followed the wagon for a good part of the night... Until finally it stopped. The two men with the wagon prepared to camp for a few hours in a canyon in the mountains. The Lone Ranger and Toto stopped close by, and though keeping out of sight, kept watch until dawn showed in the eastern sky. It's getting light, Toto. I'm sure someone's coming there to meet them, and we'll find out what they're up to.
6: Ah, Kimosabe. Yes. Why we not stop wagon before and make search?
5: Well, I'm certain they're carrying liquor, Toto. They must have a go-between to take it to the reservation.
6: You think them wait for someone, huh?
5: Yes. As I said before, as soon as anyone shows up, we'll move in. And we'll have them all.
6: Ah. It's light enough to see. Kemosabe. Yes. Horses
5: come. Yes, I hear them. They're coming from beyond the wagon. Ah. Let me see them. Where? I don't... Oh, yes. There's a man riding toward the wagon. He's leading three pack horses. Ah. That one on the horse is a half breed, Toto. We'll wait until each one of the three are carrying a load from the wagon to the horses. Then we ride in while their hands are full. Then go to wagon now. Yes. Better mount, Toto. Uh, Easy, Silver. Be ready. Hurry it up. have to get back town. All right, Tonto. They've each taken a load from the wagon. Let's go. On, silver. Get him up, scout.
3: Hey, what the now,
1: the engine. Drop them bottles and let them have it. Oh, go for your guns. Whoa, over, oh, Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let him down. Go, go,
3: go. Oh, my arm. He got balls.
5: You'll get what he got if you try to draw. We give up.
3: Don't shoot.
5: Otto, get their uh Huh? And we'll take them with the wagon back to Fort Hill.
0: Promptly at noon, Bob Dawson and Dave Willis were taken to post headquarters to appear before the court martial board, consisting of Major Sims, the captain, and Colonel Dawson, who was presiding. The testimony of the corporal was first taken, then Dave Willis was called as witness. Colonel Dawson took it upon himself to question Private Willis. Private Willis,
2: is it not true that you went to the sentry post at the pass last night and found Private Dawson asleep? Yes, sir. Why did you go there last night?
1: I was restless, sir. I I thought of Bob... That is, Private Dawson out there in the rain and the cold. So I decided to go over and see how he was making out.
2: You knew, of course, it would be a breach of regulations for him to talk to you outside of the line of duty.
1: Well, I... I hadn't thought of that, sir. Answer yes or no. Yes, sir.
2: Why, when you found Private Dawson asleep, didn't you notify the corporal of the guard?
1: Well, sir, I... Guess all I thought of was the... Well, it was serious that he was caught, sir. I took him to our tent. Then one took his place. Then, sir, I... I don't know how it happened, but I fell asleep, too.
2: You and Private Dawson are tent mates, are you not? Yes, sir. Had you been drinking in your tent last night? No, sir, we were not drinking. Neither of us drink, sir. It's difficult to understand why you deliberately tried to cover up for Private Dawson?
1: Well, sir, I... Maybe if you ever had a close friend, you'd know why. Maybe if you were human. Private could... Willis. I'm sorry, Major Sims, but I had to say it. I just had. To. You may sit down, Private Willis. Private
2: Dushin, you will stand before this court martial. I'm ready, sir. Do you admit that you failed in your duty as a soldier? That you were negligent to such an extent that you deliberately laid down to sleep instead of walking your post of duty?
3: Sir, it, it wasn't deliberate. I fought to keep awake, but well, it seemed useless. I'd rested during the day. I, I just can't understand it. You failed in the performance of your sworn duty.
2: My duty is plain, the duty of this court martial is plain. And we must not fail in this performance.
3: Then do your duty as you see it. All my life I've heard you talk of your duty as a soldier. All my life I've heard you talk of rules and regulations. It's That's all life has ever been to you. Rules, rules, rules.
1: Everybody knows a soldier has certain sworn duties.
3: Yes, but we have duties as human
1: beings too.
3: At least other people have, but not you. You've made me feel that I've never had a father. But thank heaven I did have a friend, which is more than you can
1: say. Sit down a few minutes,
4: son, and
2: control yourself. Come on. Major Sims. Please,
4: Colonel Dawson.
2: This is uh, most unusual. If perhaps there were extenuating circumstances, but there are not. The military law is harsh and he's acting, and I yes, Sir,
3: but it's a very important, Colonel.
2: What is it, Corporal? Uh, a masked man, sir. Outside.
4: He sent this to you. Said it's most important to talk to you. Super bullet. Will you see
2: him, sir? Yes, Corporal. Show me in right away. Yes, sir. The Colonel will see you, sir. Thank you, Corporal. Colonel Dawson? Yes, I am Colonel Dawson. I received word from Fort Miller that you might call upon me. I seem to have interrupted a proceeding of some sort. This is a court-martial proceeding, but at the moment I can listen to you, sir.
5: Thank you, Colonel. May I ask who's being tried by this court-martial? Private David Willis and Private Robert Dawson, my... my son. I see. It's a true test of your sense of duty, Colonel... To sit in judgment of your own son.
2: For the sake of discipline here, I consider that the case calls for immediate action. It's my sworn duty Colonel,
5: your son did fall asleep at his post. But it was not a deliberate neglect of
2: duty. What do you know about this case? and what right do you have to interfere?
5: It's every man's right to see that justice is done.
2: Whatever you know, in my opinion, circumstances do not hold to the fact that he... Pardon
5: me, Colonel... But isn't it usual to call in an impartial high-ranking officer from another army post to conduct a proceeding of this kind? Such as the commandant from Fort Miller, for instance?
2: Uh, yes, that's uh, true. But I know that due to certain uh, conditions, it's impossible to reach Fort Miller. In other words, circumstances
5: prevented you from doing what is normally expected.
2: Well, I've... Yes, you're right... I was negligent. <clears throat> what uh, what circumstances are to blame for my... Uh, for Private Dawson's... He was given
5: coffee that had been drugged by a trooper named Harper. I brought three men here who were smuggling liquor to the Indians. I forced the truth from them.
1: Colonel Dawson, sir, I drank some of that coffee.
5: And that's why you slept, too. Harper deserves a court-martial, not these two boys, Colonel. We're Private Willie's...
2: The fact remains that you failed to report, my son. Why, oh, no, sir. The
5: corporal outside told me of Private Willis's testimony, Colonel. In my humble opinion, circumstances alter cases, and it can't be considered a crime when one assumes the duties and responsibilities of a friend in need. I admire Dave Willis for what he did.
4: So do I. Eh? Uh,
2: that is, Colonel, I... Uh, <laughs> Just stick to your guns, Major Shames. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, as our mass friend says, circumstances, all the cases.
4: Yes, sir.
2: And, of course, the human element must be taken into account. That's right, Colonel. Well, uh, uh, <coughs> son, uh, I guess right now I feel less like a soldier than anyone could ever feel. But, well, the father has his duties as well as a soldier. And it's time I took over some of them. well. Will you help me do it, son?
3: <laughs> oh, golly, Dad.
5: I'll leave now, Colonel. I think you have things well in hand.
3: Goodbye, sir. Goodbye, my
2: friend, and thank you. This court martial hearing is hereby dismissed. Rabbit Willis, Rabbit Dawson, return to your duties. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Captain you. Billy, arrest Trooper Hopper. ...and see that proper disposition is made of the prisoners that are being held outside. Yes, sir. Private Dawson.
1: Yes,
3: sir.
2: Well, I'll see you later, son.
3: Well, thanks, Dad. Uh, I mean, sir.
2: Colonel,
4: I can't tell you how happy it makes me to see... At ease, Major. Yes, sir.
2: <laughs> now, you and I are going to sit down and have a nice, long talk. Yeah? Just between you and me, Major, I'm going to neglect some of my duties by shoving them off on you. I'll be glad to share them, sir. Good. As one friend to another, I have a lot to learn about the duties of a father toward a son. I had my first lesson from a best friend. May I ask who he is, Colonel? Of course, Major. He's known as the Lone Ranger. Truly a friend in need to Dave... Bob and me.